Hello and welcome to the second episode of Let's Listen in Love. We hope you're having a great day and an even better week. My name is Kimberly Cheris and beside me is Chloe, who is our first interview for the podcast. And we are so excited that she is here and that you guys have decided to come in and join us and listen in on this conversation today. Um, real quick, just a couple points before we get into the interview. Uh, we do encourage our listeners um, to listen to the previous episode if you have not already, or um, if you still have some questions regarding who and what this podcast is, um, we would really encourage you guys to go listen to that episode. Also, if you have not already followed us on Instagram at Let's Listen in Love Pod, um, we really do encourage you guys to do that as we do post more content on Instagram than we do on our podcast. And it's a great way to engage with our listeners and to also give better updates about all the goals that we set forth in our previous podcast. Um, so without further ado, Chloe, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. That's awesome, Chloe. Thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your story. Um, would you mind just briefly telling us a little about a little bit about who you are um, and how you are affiliated with Under His Wings? I'm 18 and I'm a high school senior and I'm a girl at Under His Wings and I've been staying and living under his wings for a year and a half. That's awesome. Um, would you mind telling us a little bit about your story and then maybe a little bit about how you ended up at Under His Wings? When I was when I was twelve, um, I was molested by my grandfather, and so I was already kind of like a problem kid, not really, but my parents had issues with my mental health because of everything that had happened. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 14, I was abused really heavily by my cousin for six months every day. And um, it was like physical abuse, sexual abuse, mental, um, emotional. Um, and that went on for six months. Um, and then after um, he had gotten kicked out because he had tried to fight my dad. And so he got kicked out. And about two months after he got kicked out, he came back to the house one morning at like six o'clock in the morning. And he shot my mom eight times in the leg um, with my little brother sprawled out on the leg that she was shot in. And um, it she ended up in the hospital for a week and suffered from like really bad infections. And she was in and out of the hospital for about like a year dealing with infections that kept coming back and blood clots. And um, my parents, whenever I was going through all that trauma, I was going very downhill and ended up in the road of like addiction and bondage. And I ran away from my relationship with God completely. And so my parents out of love, they were trying to figure out something because they had like no idea what they were doing with the kid with that much trauma because my dad himself had been through that, but he didn't go through, he didn't know how to handle it because he didn't, he wasn't able to handle his trauma and his abuse well. Mm -hmm. So he didn't know how to help me handle mine. And my mom, she hadn't been through anything like that. So she had no idea what she was doing Mm -hmm. and she was going through so much herself with her mental health that they needed somewhere for me to go. And 
they sent me to my grandparents' house for three three months, I think, while my mom was in rehab for her mental health. Mm-hmm. And it was just me and my grandfather there. And after three months of living with him, my grandfather passed away. And so that added to all the trauma and made me go down the same path that I was going down. And then they tried to look online somewhere else for me to go and they found under his wings. And so that's where I went. Yeah. How was the transition into the home into under his wings? It was hard for me because I am very family oriented Mm -hmm. and so it was very difficult for me and I just did not want to be there. I wanted to be back with my little brothers and my parents. Um, But after, it was also hard with the relationship with the girls. That was something that really like added to it. (laughs) I just did not want to be there at first because of the relationships that were really hard to, um, they were hard to build because it's really hard to build relationships with other girls with trauma because you're it's just a difficult dynamic and um but after a few months of me being there it started to get easier and it continues to get easier over time Mm -hmm. how how would you say that under his wings has helped you with your healing journey it has provided me a way to be off of all of my anti depressant medicine it's provided me a way to cope without medicine completely and it's helped me to find other other ways to express myself and to um it it's helped me to find who I am in Christ and to really center myself which has helped me to overall just overcome my anxiety I used to suffer really bad from like panic attacks and um, because I have uh, PTSD and panic disorder and those play into each other where they were like severe panic attacks where I would pass out. And since being under his wings, I think I've only had two or three. And um, I used to have to take sleep medicine for nightmares and I've been off of that and I've had very minimum nightmares and through under his wings, my relationship with God is built up to the point where he has helped me to forget the nightmares that I do have. So I am aware that I have them, but Mm -hmm. through that relationship that was built while being in under his wings, he has helped me to forget those bad aspects. That's awesome. Would you say that your relationship with the Lord has been crucial in your healing journey? It has. I can't do anything without God and I have to constantly go back to him every second of the day (laughs) um his his that relationship with has been something that only he can provide that healing that type of healing Mm -hmm. and without him I was a total wreck but he he saw me for who I was and he called me his daughter and he has Mm -hmm. helped me yeah that's that's that is that is amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what are some things that you have found to be helpful in your healing journey? Are there any tools that you can share with other people who may have been in the same situation that you were or in a similar situation, maybe even struggle with a little bit of anxiety? Or are there any tools or like mental health um, recommendations that you would give? Um, I would definitely, for, for me, whenever I first started therapy, 
she gave me like this long list of coping mechanisms because my anxiety was like totally controlling my life. And <laughs> so I needed something to help me through it. Yeah. And um, she gave me this long list and like half of them were completely irrelevant to my personality. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> but the ones that I picked up on were um, like, you can listen to music and journal. And for me, like my journaling has been in songwriting and poetry, mm-hmm. um, poetry, before my relationship with God was how I really coped, um, mm-hmm. which God is my overall coping mechanism. <laughs> he is the one that I turn all my problems to. But um, with the the things that out of the long list of things was music and working out and exercising and eating the right things and sleeping the right amount and providing myself a way to... Um, was the wrong way to phrase that. Um, I was. I also used like social, um, social connection mm-hmm. and connecting myself to people who were like minded. Mm-hmm. Um, my anxiety only worsened whenever I was with people and around people that were not like minded. I just felt like I have like bad social anxiety with situations like that. So I had to learn how to find people that were actually like me, who had the same beliefs, who had the same values and morals. And so I surrounded, I started surrounding myself with people that thought the same way I did. Mm -hmm. And that has really helped me with my social anxiety. Yeah. Finding your, a good community to support you would be crucial Mm -hmm. in that. Um, is there anything that you'd like to say about being in a girl's home and maybe about how that has affected you? Um, or is there anything that like people like me can learn about how, or, like what to say, what not to say to people who are in homes like this? Is there anything that you'd like to address? Being in, being a resident in a girl's home has really affected my life in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And there's so much healing that has been brought from it. And I don't think I could have, recentered the way I did without it and it's overall a positive thing but I feel like people often look at it like as a bad thing mm-hmm. people that don't know much about being in a girl's home they tend to assume that it's a bad thing that we were bad kids and our parents just couldn't handle it anymore mm-hmm. and they also I feel like a lot of people also assume that we don't have a loving family or a good family and in that case, in my case, at least, it, I do have a family that really tried. And mm-hmm. I'm not here because I was a bad kid. I'm here because I had a really bad cards handed to me in life. And mm-hmm. I had to overcome that and persevere. And I had to fight for what I have. And mm-hmm. it's not, I'm not here because I'm like a bad kid that did a whole bunch of bad things. I'm here because I wanted healing and I wanted a mm-hmm. better life for myself. And a lot of people I know, like my friends personally, um, they they ask me like, "Why am I getting out of that place?" And it's not like jail, but people assume the worst, mm-hmm. and um, they just don't understand. And so it's really, and it's hard for them to understand because they don't they don't know it. But it's definitely you don't tell somebody that's in a girl's home like, "When do you get out of that place?" Oh. <laughs> or um, I've had like a lot of people like ask me like, "What I did." to get like they Um. act like I'm locked up (laughs) and (laughs) that's not how it is at all and they're like what did you do to get in that place and like just had trauma and Mm -hmm. I had bad cards handed and these people are trying to help me with it Mm -hmm. and they're trying to help me change the cards that I was dealt and it's what they've done and 
Yeah, so definitely don't act like somebody's <laughs> locked up. Um, so I'm very curious. You're a senior. You said that earlier in the podcast. What What is your plan? What What are you hoping to achieve the next? I don't know. Like I, I don't like when people say this to me. But like, what's your ten year plan? Because everything changes. But what are your your hopes and your goals? Um, I'm graduating in May and. I, in in August, I'll be moving to Tennessee and going to Lee University, Mm -hmm. Um, and I plan to do a double major in psychology and theology. Mm -hmm. Um, My overall goal is to be really active in the mental health, especially concerning the youth um, and ministry in the youth, and so I plan to get that degree, and I don't know whether it'll be used in counseling or office therapy, mm-hmm. or um, I don't know if it'll be foster parent or girls' home, or I don't know how I'm going to use it, mm-hmm. but I really, my ultimate goal is to either work in and be a house parent for a girls' home or, or a boys' home or open my own. Mm-hmm. So I would really like to open my own group home. I don't know what gender that would be, but hopefully eventually it would be for all people. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, This is such an amazing and inspiring story. Um, And it's amazing that through you desiring healing um, and your relationship with the Lord that you have been able to take the cards that were handed to you and, and make something so inspiring and so beautiful for so many people. I know I've seen senior story touch people just today. And I cannot wait to see how the Lord is going to use this. Um, and I know that you you are going through in life with open hands, just wanting him to use it. And I think that is so beautiful and so inspiring. Um, and it, it's just the kind of thing that God can do, right? He can make broken things and make them whole again. Um, and he wants to do that with every single one of us. So thank you for coming on and thank you for sharing your story. Um, if there are any listeners out there who have a story that they want to tell, um, and if you're interested in being interviewed yourself, um, please email us at listeninlove at gmail.com. All of our links are listed below um, this podcast. So feel free to just send us an email and we will reach out. Um, so thank you guys for listening. And we hope that this podcast encourages you to listen in love this week. <laughs>